Hey there, future friends. This week, being a teenager can feel like a curse. God runs marathons. And we speak to our inner child. This is the week of March 11th, 2022. And you are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam. Welcome to the show, everyone. Yes, two episodes this week. Feel blessed. I feel blessed for being able to do two episodes. If you haven't heard it already, my review of The Batman is already out. So check that out. The first half is spoiler free. The second half, I go into spoilers and I give you ample warning. So if I spoil something for you, not my fault. But you know what? Some of you may be new, so you don't know what a regular episode of Future Flicks with Billiam is like. So let me tell you, I am Billiam. And on this show, I tell you about all the movies coming out during the week. And I break them up into two categories, the limited releases and the wide releases and interesting indies. The limited releases are movies that aren't getting a nationwide or major streaming release and also didn't catch my eye. Doesn't mean they're bad necessarily, but the trailers were just a little lacking. In that section, I give you the movie's name, tell you what it's about and who's in it, maybe give a thought or two, and then we move on. In the wide releases and interesting indies, I tell you about every nationwide release and every movie coming to a major streaming service, no matter how good or bad it looks, and any limited release movies that did catch my eye. And in this section, I tell you what the movie is, what it's about, who's in it, and then I do give some thoughts. And then I wrap it all up with a score, which I call the Billiam's Interest Level Score. Then I give you a pick of the week, which I say, hey friend, if you see one movie this week, this is what it should be. And then we wrap this show up. So let us not waste any more time and jump into the limited release section with a movie called Ultrasound. This is a movie coming to VOD. I don't think it's coming to any limited theatrical release, but VOD, Video On Demand. After his car breaks down, Glenn spends one hell of an odd night with a married couple, setting into motion a chain of events that alter their lives plus those of several random strangers. This stars Vincent Carthizer from Mad Men and Brita Wool from Mr. Mercedes. The vibes this trailer gave me was if A Cure for Wellness and identity had a really weird baby this guy's car breaking down and him meeting with this married couple may not actually be real it may be part of a virtual reality experiment or it is real and they're going crazy it could be interesting it could be a interesting psychological movie but just based on the trailer i could not put it in the next section next up we have a movie called moon manor this is a getting a limited theatrical release today is jimmy's last day alive His Alzheimer's is worsening, so he decides to die like he has lived, with intention, humor, and zest. In his last day on Earth, Jimmy will show an obituary writer, his death doula, his estranged brother, his caretaker, a surreal being, and the guests at his fabulous fun-earl, funeral with fun capitalized, that perhaps the art of living is the art of dying. 
This stars Deborah Wilson from Mad TV, Lou Taylor Pucci from Physical, Richard Riley, I think, from Office Space, Ricky Lake, yeah, Ricky Lake from Hairspray, Heather Morris from Glee, and Gail Rankin from Glow. After that, we have a movie called Ash and Dust. Two small-town couples find themselves caught up in a game of death at the hands of a vicious gang after they discover a mysterious box buried long ago. This stars no one of note. Next up, we have a movie called Gold. In the not-too-distant future, a drifter traveling through the desert discovers the largest gold nugget he ever found. He must guard it from thieves amid harsh conditions and wild dogs while waiting for his partner to return. This stars Zac Efron from The Greatest Showman, Anthony Hayes from War Machine, and Susie Porter from Cargo. This one kind of had promise, so we have Zac Efron in this really weird indie film. It's just like three actors, I think, in the whole thing. Maybe a couple more for flashbacks or, or people uh, in the background. But he, it, it's post-apocalyptic, and he's trying to get to this other place. And on the way there, the guy that's driving him, they see something off in the distance going, Hey, what's that? Let's go over there and look. So they get there, and it's not a gold nugget. It's a fucking gold boulder. And I guess in this post-apocalyptic world, gold is still worth something. So they're like, hey, let's get this. We'll split it. We'll be rich. We'll never have to worry about anything again. And so they can't get it out. So his friend's like, hey, I'm going to go back to my place. I have some tools. Let's go. And Zac Efron's like, no, I don't want to leave it here. So I'm going to stay with it, even if it could take you days. Because, you know, it's in the middle of the apocalyptic wasteland. We can't just cover it up or bury it and mark it somehow with some very inconspicuous rocks or something, that would be stupid. So in this movie, I really hope they give some reason on why they can't cover it up, because if it really is that simple, this whole movie is pointless. And you know what? I just realized I'm actually done with the limited release section now. Wow, I guess not a whole lot of movies coming out. So instead of going into the break at six minutes pre-editing, let us do two of the wide releases in Interesting Indies, and then I will go into the break. So let's start with the first movie that did catch my eye called Off Season. After receiving a mysterious letter, a woman travels to a desolate island town and soon becomes trapped in a nightmare. This stars Jocelyn Donahue from Dr. Sleep. All right, so this is a movie that I think was done by Shudder, and I don't know if it's going straight to Shudder, thus if you already have it, you'll be getting it for free, or if video on demand means you have to rent it for a bit first, I don't know. All I do know is that this does look interesting. So we have this woman who gets this letter that says, hey, your mom's grave has been vandalized. You need to come back here and sort some things out. So she takes her boyfriend or husband or whoever it is, and they go to this little island community that her mom hated. And she's like, I don't even know why mom's buried here. She hated it here. But let's just get this taken care of and go. And when they arrive on the island, people start acting really weird. And they go into this little cafe or, or restaurant or something, and everyone just stares at them like f***ing children of the corn level shit. So they become really smart, and they say, you know what? Screw this. Let's just get out of here. To which I applauded. Yes, thank you, smart people. You see this crazy horror movie-esque situation. The people in the city are giving you deliverance vibes. Get out of there. So they do. Easy, right? End of movie, they all go home. No, that's not what happens. They are on their way back to the ferry or something. I don't know how they got on the island. 
but they're driving back on the same road they came in on, and guess what? It's overgrown. The road dead ends into the forest. Well, shit, do we take a wrong turn? No, there's only one road. So the guy turns around, goes back the other way, dead ends into a forest. They keep turning around, keeps dead ending into a forest. And then stuff gets even weirder. So that is what caught my attention. The fact that right off the bat, these people seem smart. And then it gets weird and I am down for this. This seems like the perfect movie to give it a while. And wait until, you know what, October, when it's time to watch movies like this, not in the spring. So watch it then. You know, get a, a Shutter membership just for the month of October. Remember this film. Watch it then. I think that's what I'm going to do. Off season gets a 7 out of 11. All right, folks, the final movie before the break is a documentary called I Am Here. This is getting a limited theatrical release. Ella is not your average 98-year-old. Her magnetic personality makes her past even more surprising. Follow this spirited South African Holocaust survivor as she reveals her astonishing life journey and unwavering appreciation of life. So this looks like a really important movie to watch right now. It really does. We have this old woman who's been through a lot. Who's been through a lot. And she has some amazing wisdom to impart on us. And also, I can't believe we have to keep saying this, but the Holocaust was a real thing. A real unbelievably monstrous event and we need to keep making movies and documentaries and things talking about it as well as talking about it in schools and just in places like that so we can keep trying to teach people that it did happen which again i can't believe we have to do but this looks like a good documentary through and through with an important message so i am here gets an eight out of eleven quick reminder when I judge a documentary, the score I give isn't about the topic. It's about how good I think it is as an actual film. So that's me judging the film. All right, my future friends, it is time for our first and only break as we hear a word from the friends of the show. Somewhat Nerdy Radio, the Watch Your Mouth podcast, and we're doing fine with Robbie and Lisa. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie. And we host a show called We're, We're Doing, Doing Fine. Fine. We're friends from across the ocean. I'm from Scotland. And I'm from California. Join us every week as we chat about biscuits. You mean cookies. Brexit. Whatever's going on here. Who knows? Almost dying. Why we're single. Popular culture. And basically everything and anything that can distract us from this postmodern hellscape we're all living in. Because we're, we're doing, doing fine. My future friends, we are back. We are back with a movie that has two possible titles, and I'll talk about that shortly. This is either called Outsiders or No Running, and this is coming to a video on demand. When black high school student Jalen Brown finds himself under suspicion after his classmate Amira disappears during a party, all fingers point towards him as prejudice quickly boils to the surface in his small southern town. 
Working against the clock to clear his name and uncover the truth about Amira's mysterious disappearance, Jalen begins to unravel a massive web of secrets that reveal otherworldly forces at play. This stars Skylin Brooks from Empire, Clark Bacco from Letterkenny, Rutina Wesley from True Blood, and Bill Engvall from The Bill Engvall Show. So if you've listened to the show before, you know that I use a couple different websites to find out all the movies coming out during the week, that not all of them have everything. Even IMDb is not perfect. They'll have a list, but then you look up another movie on IMDb and it tells you that, oh yes, this is the week it's coming out, but it won't be on that list. But when I looked up this movie on Movie Insider, it was called Outsiders. And when I looked it up on IMDb, I couldn't find it. And then I found a movie called No Running, which had the same premise and same cast. So if this movie does interest you, it could be under one of those two titles. But here's the thing. We have Jalen living in this city full of white people. Him and his friend Amira are some of the only black people. I think there's one other in the movie, uh, at least in the trailer. But there's a scene where Amira says to him, he says, don't you think it's weird that we're the only black people here? Even their parents are white. And one day she disappears, but they're on a pier or, or this little dock on the lake outside of this party. And this beam of light comes down, knocks him clear into the water. And when he swims back to the shore, she's gone. But then all fingers point to him. And so he has to figure out what happened. I, I think this looks potentially very interesting as both social commentary on how black people get treated in America and also an interesting thriller with a little bit of sci-fi in it. I, I think that's really cool right there. This is another movie just like Off Season where I want to watch it, but I'll watch it eventually. Especially because I want to see if this comes to a streaming service because this week it's video on demand, so we'll see if that changes. But right now, Outsiders gets a 7 out of 11. Or I should have said Outsiders or No Running gets a 7 out of 11, but you get the point. All right, next up, we have a movie called Tyler's Run. This is the first nationwide release of the week. Actually, the only nationwide release of the week. Uh, all the other movies are either limited or coming to a streaming service. So Tyson's Run is about an unathletic boy with autism who strives to become an unlikely marathon champion, giving his unfulfilled father purpose and a second chance at putting his family first. This stars Major Dodson from The Walking Dead, Amy Smart from Crank, Layla Felder from The Sinner, Rory Cochran from CSI Miami, and Barkad Abdi from Captain Phillips. And you know what? It's been a while since we talked about one of these. So if you're new, you should know that there are two things when it comes to movies like this. And when I say movies like this, I mean movies made by Christian companies for a Christian audience. Movies like God's Not Dead and stuff like that. Anything with Kirk Cameron in it, you know, that kind of stuff. So I myself, I, I believe in God. I am a Christian. I don't talk about it a lot on the show because it does not matter when it comes to talking about movies. Just like I don't talk about my politics, it only comes up in specific situations like this one, where I do believe in God. I do identify as a Christian, but I hate these movies with a fiery passion because they're pandering bullshit and they're bad. We have this very unfortunate genre of movies out there that is just made to pander to the megachurch audience. Look, if you like these movies and they're your thing, that's fine, whatever. But they're not good movies. They are very 
basic and shallow plots, even though they try to have some meaning behind them. They, they just don't. They're not well acted and skip this movie at all costs. Tyson's Run gets a three out of 11. All right, my friends, let us next jump to a movie that has a title that seems like it's the antithesis to the movie we just talked about. That film is called The Exorcism of God. This gets a limited release, and it's about an American priest working in Mexico, is possessed during an exorcism, and ends up committing a terrible act. 18 years later, the consequences of his sin come back to haunt him, unleashing the greatest battle within. So here's something about me. I love movies like this. I love movies like The Conjuring, like The Vatican Tapes, like movies like that, where we have a horror that's exorcism or demonic or ghost base. I, I like that sh**. So we have this priest that was trying to do an exorcism before and got possessed during it and did something really messed up. And 18 years later, something very similar is happening. They need his help and he's going to go do it. This kind of gives me last exorcism vibes, which is another one of those movies I really liked. So I think this one is another great movie, just like the one we talked about earlier off season that you can save for the scary season, the spooky season later this year in October. Because even though I think this looks good, there's nothing, nothing that says to me you have to watch it right now. Oh, I don't think I told you who's in it. It stars Will Beinbrink, I think is how you say it, from I Saw the Light, and Joseph Marcel from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes, Jeffrey from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is the priest helping the main priest. So that's pretty cool. So this seems like a solid demonic horror to save for later. The Exorcism of God gets a 7.5 out of 11. All right, my friends, two movies left this week, and the final movie that's not the pick of the week is called Turning Red. This is a Disney Plus original movie. A 13-year-old girl named Mei Lee turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. This is an animated movie featuring the voices of Rosalie Chang, Sandra Oh, and James Hong. So this movie is both good and kind of vaguely questionable at the same time. So it's good because we have a story with an Asian main character and is voiced by Asians. So that's great right there. Yes, representation, we like it. If you are aware, some people didn't like Princess and the Frog because we had a black princess who was a frog for most of the movie, so we did not get to see her on screen. The good news is that's not a thing with turning red. Because even though she turns into a giant red panda, she only does it when she's stressed or excited, so we do see her as herself through the movie. Part of the reason this is still kind of iffy is that it's yet another movie that Disney is releasing that Pixar did that is going straight to Disney Plus without any theater time. And as you know, during the pandemic, that's been an issue. In fact, not too long ago, Pixar was worrying because they're like, oh, hey, you're putting your movies out in theaters, but ours are going straight to streaming. What's up with that? Like it limits their exposure. If it never goes out to a theater, then it can't be nominated for a bunch of awards. So that's the iffy part with this. And as far as movies these days go, that's not really bad. This does look cute. This does look entertaining. And the fact that it's coming to a streaming service that a lot of us have is good. I would have liked this to come out in theaters too, because I like what that would have done for the exposure and for Pixar as a company. But 
That's not happening. It's coming to Disney Plus. We can watch it this weekend. And should you? Yeah, why not? This looks fun for families. This looks fun if you're an adult watching it alone. No shame in that. Cartoons and animated movies, anime, stuff like that. Great. This would have been the pick of the week if something more exciting and interesting wasn't also coming out. Turning Red is a surefire win. This is going to be entertaining. It's Pixar. Their worst movie is in the Cars series, and at least those were entertaining. So worst case scenario, you're going to have some fun. And that's a pretty good worst case scenario that it may not be a great movie, but at least it's enjoyable. So Turning Red, safe bet. And Turning Red gets a 9 out of 11. And my future friends, it is time for the pick of the week. And if you didn't already know, the pick of the week is called The Atom Project. This is a Netflix original movie about a time-traveling pilot teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. This stars Ryan Reynolds from Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place. Yeah, I went there. Mark Ruffalo from The Avengers. Jennifer Garner from Peppermint. Katherine Keener from Get Out, Zoe Saldana from Get Over It, Ellie Harvey from Snowpiercer, the TV show, and introducing Walker Scobell as young Ryan Reynolds. So yes, this movie has been talked about for a while. Advertisements have been all over the place, and it's finally that time. We have this movie where the future's f- or something's going on, and Ryan Reynolds and Zoe Saldana have to come back in time to stop it. But who can help him? his younger self. So this has a good cast. It looks action-packed, but not like a huge blockbuster, so it looks like it'd be fine on your screen at home. I mean, let's be honest. Those films will always look good on your screen at home, but sometimes you just need the theater, right? But this doesn't look like one of those films. It looks like it's going to be fine on the smaller screen. But we have an interesting sci-fi movie that looks far better than The Tomorrow War did. I still haven't seen it. It could be a great movie. I I don't know. But that trailer just didn't wow me. This one did. Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Saldana, Mark Ruffalo. That is a reliable cast right there. Adding Jennifer Garner and Katherine Keener. That is just icing on the cake. The Adam Project looks exciting. It looks well done. It doesn't look amazing. Don't get me wrong. But it looks like the best choice this week, especially because... It's coming to Netflix, which so many people have. You, more than likely, already have access to Netflix somehow. Whether you already have a subscription or you're borrowing one, there's some way to access it for you, so this is the pick. As far as a quality movie goes, does Turning Red look like it might be better? Yeah, it does, but The Atom Project looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and something that the whole family could watch. It does look exciting and action-packed, But one of the main characters is a kid, so I don't think it's going to go too over the top. In fact, it's rated PG-13, which, unless you're a really strict parent, not that bad. And it is coming to select theaters, but it doesn't look like it's getting a lot of showings, maybe a one-time thing. So if you do want to see this on the big screen, look around your area. I have two relatively close to me that are showing it. I think I'll skip it, but it could be up your alley. My friends, The Adam Project is the pick of the week, and it gets a 9 out of 11. Well, my future friends, that is it for this episode. Remember, go back and listen to the review for The Batman that I released. 
And I will be back next week to tell you about all of the films that are coming out. I have a link tree in the show notes, but to recap, you can hit me up on Twitter at FutureFlixPod, Instagram at BilliamSWN, follow me on Letterboxd at BilliamSWN. Don't forget to check out the Friends of the Show, the somewhat nerdy radio podcast, the Watch Your Mouth podcast, and We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. And my friends, no matter what your week has in store for you, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billion from Somewhat Nerdy signing off, and I'll see you in the future.